0: Now with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you gotta do is go download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started, like now.
1: I always saying, "The I man It's your homeboy, B. man. You ought to know." I just jumped out the porch with dirty dub bastard. Yeah. I had for see me I had to get
2: on my Alright, so we got Blood Raw off the porch with us today. Oh man. How you feeling, man? man? I'm good,
1: man. It's a blessing. Yeah. To be here. Been seeing y'all been doing this thing. I'm like, where
2: Raw at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was happy when you reached out, well, oh, yeah, because, for sure. you know, I'm pretty familiar with your story, so for I, sure. I know this is gonna be a good one. Mm. So, so let's take it back, Highly. Panama City, right? Bay County. Yeah. What was it like growing up there, man?
1: Man, I want to say rough, but you know what I'm saying. It's just like any other ghetto, mm-hmm. any other hood. You know what I'm saying. The only thing is, uh, when you come from a small city, it's a little different. You don't really have too many opportunities. You know what I'm saying. Um, other than the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. The streets and. And, and and getting a piece of something, you know what I'm saying? Well, ain't no ends gonna meet, being realistic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh you know, the main jobs that I know of is in nursing uh you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, something like that. So, you know. But I love my city though, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I'm one of the first artists to come out of there. Yeah. um, you know, other than uh tweet. That was with Missy Elliott, but, um, I ain't really know no athletes, no NFL players, no football, no football players, no NBA players, no baseball players. Like I didn't grow up seeing somebody on TV for my hometown, hmm. you know what I'm saying? So when I, when I finally got to my plat, my platform, it was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause I was basically one of the first. Absolutely. <clears throat> so yeah. that was a big accomplishment for me.
2: Yeah. And uh you ended up um pretty much jumping jumping off the porch at ten years old when your husband passed away, right?
1: Definitely, man, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even before then, you know, I was from household to household from my grandma's house to my auntie's house, which you'll hear me talk about ate of me a lot. That's my auntie, my grandma's sister. Mm-hmm. But it's like my mama, like because when my <clears throat> before my mama died, she went to prison two times. Oh wow. So imagine, you know what I'm saying, yeah, I was ten when she died, but you know what I'm saying. The years that she went to prison, you know, I was from my grandma house to my auntie house. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I was kind of pretty known from different sides of town because I was moving around, you know, yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah.
2: And you caught an extortion charge man. at
1: 10 years old. Come on, man.
2: How does that happen?
1: Extortion, man. You feel <laughs> me? Like, I couldn't believe it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know. I was in elementary, coming home from school one day, you know what I'm saying, and uh, you know, I really didn't get no whole bunch of new clothes then, you know what I'm saying. So I had a fresh pair, of, uh, kangaroos with the pouch okay. on the side, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, my um, uh, my auntie had got them for me, so they was that was sentimental for me, you know what I'm saying. So uh, I'm coming home, me and my homeboy, and uh, this white kid that lived in the trailer park, he um. We knew him, you know what I'm saying? But he planned too much, and we was coming across a a board that had been raining, so it was muddy on each side, and uh, we come across the board. He lifted the board up, and I, my shoe fell off in the thing. Oh, shit. Man, <laughs> I chased him down, whooped him, you know what I'm saying? And I uh, just basically told him, like, man, listen, if you don't bring me my money, I'm going to beat your ass every day until I get my money. You feel me? Man, probably about two, three hours later police department, police sheriff come to my house, you know what I'm saying, take me to juvenile. My sister couldn't believe it, you know what I'm saying? Um, And then, you know, my grandma, she worked from nine in the morning to nine at night. So, you know, at Marshall's cafeteria, she didn't know until she got out of work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but extortion, that was extreme. <laughs> You probably didn't even know what extortion <laughs> Who was. was extortion nah, I didn't.
2: That's crazy, right there. Um, so, how old were you when you first went to prison?
1: Then? I was sixteen. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. they wait. They weighed me until an adult. Um, I had a um, a trafficking case. You know what I'm saying? Uh, basically, as soon as I got off the Greyhound bus, and came to the spot. They busted, they busted the house. Um, you know, me and my partner was together, but you know, I wind up taking the whole charge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I was a juvenile, but they still wind up waving me over to an adult (laughs) and giving me an illegal guideline sentence five years plus 10 years probation.
0: Oh, shit.
1: You know what I'm saying? I'm 16 years old. So I go, I go to, I go to, I go to um, Indian River. Um, but what they did was they gave me a set release date. Mm-hmm. which I had to do two years, you know what I'm saying? Um, so and during that time, they was giving out a lot of game time. I probably could have came home in, you know, five, ten months if I was able to get the game time, but they gave me a control release date. So I it, they had it already set. Like I had to do two years and I got out then, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but, yeah.
2: Were you one of the youngest people in prison at that time?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Definitely, but it was a it was a youthful offender camp, twenty-five and under.
2: Oh, okay. You know okay. what
1: I'm saying? Yeah, twenty-five and under.
2: Gotcha. Um, so when you got out, did you go back to the streets or what of course. You,
1: you said of course I was I was <laughs> I was studying for real then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm basically saying to myself, my mama did, you know what I'm saying, my grandma's struggling, you know, her kids is living with her. You know what I'm saying? Which was my uncle and my two aunties. Nobody's working. You know what I'm saying? They putting strain on her. You know what I'm saying? And I've already got a taste of the streets like for real for real. I'm not going back to that house. You know what I'm saying? And the only reason that I ever came back home was because of my sister. You know what I'm saying? She always give me one of them speeches like you know, I love you brother and you know what I'm saying? Please don't, you know, just come home and I wind up going for a little bit and then hitting it again.
2: So talk to us about the feds indicting you Man. on a conspiracy, right? Yes, sir. So how old were you then? Um, this was in 2000, 2000, 2006. Okay.
1: Yeah, 2006. Um, I was at the height of my career with Jeezy. You feel me? We had just did, um, New Year's Eve ball drop. You could—I I don't know the correct number of the, the amount of millions of people that watch that, but it's twenty-some plus million people that watch the ball drop and I perform in Times Square, middle Times Square, in the in the in the, in the open um, window. You know what I'm saying? Me and Jeezy. And um, soon as we came from that, we was getting ready to go to Jamaica because he was going to um Europe for his tour. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I had to get my passport. I never had a passport. So we was gonna go to Jamaica that weekend and then he was gonna go on tour. Well, when I went to get my passport, the lady stalled me for a little bit and then she came back and she was like, Um, you gotta come back. It's, we got we have an issue. They gotta do a further background check, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, cool, it's never it never done my mind. You know what I'm saying about that. Who needs an alarm in the morning? when mcdonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles, and
0: a breakfast cut off
1: although it was niggas already saying and this 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 is talk what you get you're gonna get this talk anytime you ever done something in the streets and you look like you finna get out or you you done you done made it somebody gonna come with that talk of saying well the feds coming to get you the feds coming to get you you feel me and that was the talk on the streets, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, that talk was coming from a few liable resources, Resources, you feel me? So I'm like, you know, and then it didn't cross my mind, because keep in mind, I just left this hype, you feel me, of yeah. performing in front of all these people, you know what I'm saying? We we on the road, We do. We, I'm getting money, like, you feel me? And uh, the two days I had to come back, in two days I came back, me and
2: Slick. Sometimes you take a little bite, and life goes ahead. It gives you a whole pickle slice. Thank you, life. And sometimes you spend $5 or more, and the McDonald's app gives you 20% off the whole order. That means you can get a McCrispie and a Quarter Pounder with cheese and a new lemonade and still save. Thank you, McDonald's app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Pulling the car together. So um, here on the passenger seat, I'm on the driver's seat. They called me. we were leaving Linus Mall. And they was like, "Um, you could come get your um passport, Mr. Mr. Fawcett. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm like, shoot, cool, bet. So I'm like, Slick, you gonna ride with me? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Keep in mind, he had his daughter in the car with him as well. You feel me? So we go to the passport office and you know, me being from the streets, you always have an intuition of when something don't feel right. You feel me? So as soon as I pull in the parking lot, it's a, like, the parking lot is full, but it's not, it's not a plaza, or it's not, nothing like. it's like a house where they have, where they do passports and all type of stuff like that, but it's like dirt, it's like dirt out there, but it don't supposed to be this full. Like, car vehicles back then, and trucks, and all type of stuff, so I'm like, man, this shit seemed kind of weird, but I ain't really paid no mind. So I get out, and some say, call your sister. Hmm. I call my sister about everything, like, any, any problems? Anything going on because that's my only family, like, you know what I'm saying? And and and, and that's the person that I know, you know what I'm saying, gonna get it done i have my back, you feel me? So I call my sister, and as I'm calling my sister, the lady walk outside to meet me. She was like, um, what's your name? I said, um my name is Bruce, Bruce Fawson, you feel me? And she was like, Um yes, come on inside, come on inside. So as I'm coming inside, I'm on the next chill trip you know, when you close it, it's still on. Yeah. So as soon as I walk in the door, You know what I'm saying? They rush from everywhere, from behind me, out of the vehicles, in the building, everything. They rush. They grab my phone, close it. You know what I'm saying? So my sister's still hearing what's going on. So like, you know what I'm saying? So they handcuff me and they arrest me. They tell me I have an indictment in Florida, but I don't know what for. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, what's going on? You feel me? Like that never would have crossed my mind. You know what I'm saying? Especially you know, the level that I'm at right now doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So make a long story short, I go to the penitentiary for two and a half months, Atlanta penitentiary. Hmm. I had to stay there two and a half months. They shipped me to Tallahassee. My, I see my lawyer in Tallahassee, Florida. He said, I don't want you to go to Panama City. I'm like, why? That's where the case at. You feel me? Hmm. He's like, I don't want you to go to Panama City. He said, if you go to Panama City, you're going to have more people get on your case. It's already 20 people on my case, like, just off rip. You feel me? It's all like 20 niggas on my case, you know what I'm saying? So he like, you go to Panama City, other people just going to jump on there just because. So, make a long story short, you know what I'm saying? Me, you know, I, if you know me, you got to know, you know, my faith in God is strong. Super strong, you know what I'm saying? And I know that, you know, this situation, you feel me, even the guys... How my, lord, my lawyer presented the case was basically saying that my client is not, de- he's not denying that he don't know these individuals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, he looked at them as his brothers and a father figure. You know what I'm saying? And the only thing that y'all trying to do is get off y'all time. Y'all see that this man, you know what I'm saying, you know, made it with his career and, and the government now promised y'all something. And that's basically where it was, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and at the end of the day. We had to convince the jury that, you know what I'm saying? That these guys was only trying to do this because they was gonna get something in return. You know what I'm saying? And that's just basically what it was. You know, alone with my faith in God and, you know what I'm saying, his destiny
2: for me. So you beat the facts.
1: Gotta quit it, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you the craziest thing in the world. Craziest thing in the world was it was my judge, first case. It was the prosecutor's first case, which was the lady. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Both of those first cases, the the, the 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 clerk who do the typing, she bust out crying. When I got acquitted, she bust out. When they deliberated, they came back and they said not guilty. She started crying. You never seen that in history, man. Never seen that in history. You feel me? And I never forget. You know what I'm saying? This is how I know. You know God was with me there in the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Because. And he had to let me know that it wasn't gonna be my lawyer that got me off. So don't give him the credit. You know what I'm saying? Which my lawyer did a good job. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it was God who made the decision. You feel me? And I never forget it was a lady, a white lady, heavy set lady came in when they got through deliberating and she winked her eye at me. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because like it's like it's like we knew each other from that. You know what I'm saying? And my lawyer came to me He said, when, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, if y'all, you know, heard of Cliff Davis before. But if you go in his office, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? He, he passed away after my case, maybe a couple of years. But um, if you go in his office, he says, I do not represent snitches. You know what I'm saying? So but let me tell you how this happened. Why you got to know that God is so powerful. You feel me? He came to me before they came back from from deliberating and he said, Listen, I've been doing this over 30 some years. He said, Bruce, listen, I can't, I can't get no, I can't get no feeling of what's going on. Like I can't, I can't tell. He said, They keep coming to me asking me, you got one last chance for them to give you a plea or mm-hmm. you for, and for for you to cooperate. So I'm like, I got my Bob and my son picture at the time. You feel me? I only had my son. You know what I'm saying? I said, This is what I believe in right here. I got my Bible, my son pitching my Bible. This is what I believe in right here. Whatever else, they got to give it to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because I looked at so many niggas that, you know what I'm saying? I looked at as brothers get on the stand and they couldn't even look me in the eye, but they pointed my way. Yeah, that's him right there. That's him. That's him. That's him. You feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a crazy. It's a crazy thing, but at the end of the day, I never ever felt like I was going to prison. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of faith that I had. You know, and and like I say, man, it was the judge first time, and it was the prosecutor first time, and all these are signs. You know what I'm saying? The 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 the, 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 the um the head the head federal agent. You know what I'm saying? He don't like me to this day. You know, yeah, like niggas be wondering why I don't come home to Panama City. You feel me? Two, three years later from my, from, from me being acquitted for my charges, I'm having a birthday party in my hometown. Mm-hmm. I'm coming from the Greyhound station picking up my flights. They pulled me and my homeboy, me and my homeboy Vasco over. You know what I'm saying? The regular black and white police officer mm-hmm. pull us over, come to my side of the car and say "Blood, what? what's going on? You ain't making no more songs about Dan Kane. So that tell me that niggas still got my name in their mouth in this city. Why would I come home? Why, why, why would I come hang out here and I just beat this case? You feel me? Y'all steady bring saying my name to these people, knowing like this is what I do. You feel me? So I just wanted to clear that, clear that out because niggas be saying shit that they don't have no idea of knowing. Be like blood, blood don't represent the city or he don't come home. That's the reason why, man. Like y'all, you feel me? I do. Book bag drives. I do turkey giveaways. I do all type of shit for my city. You feel me? But I'm not letting you niggas trick me off the streets.
2: Real shit. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Real shit, man. All right. So um, we knew you signed the CTE, but who were some of the other offers you had at the time? Oh,
1: man. It was crazy. Like T.I. was trying to sign me. Jazz Faye was trying to sign me. Universal was trying to sign me. Uh, uh, Um... Um, Atlantic was trying to sign me. I forgot his name from Atlantic, but particular person, but Atlantic was trying to sign me. Like um, you pretty much name it everybody that time that was popping from Trick Daddy to till all of them was trying to sign me. You know what I'm saying? And again, I never forget the reason that I signed the CTE is because we had a, I had a show in Dothan, Alabama. And 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 at this same at this time, Jeezy had he had well, he did. My, my bad. He had just
0: dropped this. Fr- Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: First mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Um, streets is watching. Okay, and um, he had a show at the other club in Dalton, Alabama, and I had a show at the other club. But I had a song called Represent, which that's the song is a gift and a curse. You feel me? Like the song has all the niggas that got on the stand on me, got their name in the song. But you play that song anywhere in South Alabama, North Florida, they're going to sing it word for word. And that's what happened that night. Like they left, they left their show. Jesus them left their show. They came to my show. You know what I'm saying? And we didn't know each other personally then, but we used to see each other. When I was in Atlanta, wherever we was at, we was grinding, you know what I'm saying? And uh, when they came over there, that song came on. They was on the stage, that song came on. You don't stay where I stay. You don't live where I live, nigga. You don't pay my bills. You feel me? Word for word, I'm talking about you could cut the music off. You know what I'm saying? And the whole crowd and, and kink, kinky beat, he couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't believe it. You feel me? Jesus came on stage everything, you know what I'm saying? And when it was over, they put me to the side. I was like, man, what you want to do, man? What's up, <laughs> man? What you want to do? You know what I'm saying? And to be honest, like, I really didn't, I really I really didn't have the mind frame of, you know, trying to be with a big label. I just wanted to get signed because I've heard that the police or the feds finna come pick raw up. Oh, really? So I ain't give a damn who it was, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to get my check so I could be prepared and I want it to be legal. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know how niggas all the time be saying that they sign, and when you go to court, they don't they don't honor it because it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you signed to no dev Jam or no Atlantic or you know what I'm saying. But my shit, it was official. Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying?
1: I really got. I really was the only artist on CTE ever signed to Def Jam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, other than Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? Else for his solo project, but far as artists. I was the only artist ever signed. Um you know and I I came, I came who who how they even heard about me was through Justice League. Oh really? Yeah, that was yeah. my boys. You know what I'm saying? We used to work together in Tallahassee all the time. You know what I'm saying? Man, we got some crazy records. We had I had a record on um, what T Pain called My Way. It's a big big record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That people know me for before the deal. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But yeah, man, uh, like a week and a half passed by, they flew me to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? We sat down, made it happen. You know what I'm saying? We went to New York, signed a deal with Jim Jim, and that was it. You know what I'm saying? I was running. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, talk to us about creating the Cold Summer album. Oh, yeah,
1: that was fun. The Cold Summer album, man, we just really partied, man. Every night we was in the club. You know what I'm saying? At the time, we all lived together. Oh really? Yeah, we had we had a crib called the Third Mansion. <laughs> who, I, all, who all was staying? Man, in the it, house. Went, it went down. You know what I'm saying? Me, Jeezy, Slick, uh, you know all the homies. You know what I'm saying? We, we you know, I'm to my Third Mansion like big boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we used to go to the club, it probably was 10, 15 cars. Everybody, That's everybody doing a hundred plus. You know what I'm saying? Like everywhere we went, if you wasn't doing a hundred, your yeah, ass got left. Meet us at the club. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what it was. But cold summer, man. I, I I never forget, man. We we did that at um. Hey, man, what the name of that studio?
0: Fuck.
1: Uh, Terrell Owens Studio. You know the name of it? Mm-hmm. Well, Terrell Owens Studio was like it's in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? But um, we go to the studio probably two in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? To club time, one, two o'clock in the morning, go to the club for two hours, come back to the studio to seven in the morning. Literally. You know what I'm saying? But we did cold summer probably in less than 30 days. Oh wow. Like no bullshit. We did it in less than 30 days. You know what I'm saying? And uh basically we're all in-house producers. You know what I'm saying? Drummer boy, Midnight Black, um, um, TA, um, uh, and dang man, I forgot my dog name. But yeah, we did it, we did it in um less than 30 days, you know what I'm saying? And uh one particular song, Throw This Money, I'll never forget, rest in peace, Nando. You know what I'm saying? We uh we got the beat for Midnight Black. You know what I'm saying? And me and Jesus, we was just in the chopping it up. And uh the beat was crazy, man. And um we was just vibing to each other, like looking at each other, you know what I'm saying, bouncing, and then we'll stutter a little early yeah, I'm gonna throw this money. I'm gonna throw this money. I'm gonna throw the, you know what I'm saying? Cause keep in mind we was we was in party mode. You know what I'm saying? Drinking and everything, smoking and everything. You feel me? So we basically like did that song, man. And uh the song wasn't even mixed. He called Nando on the phone. He was like, listen, man, I know you at work, but come here, man. I got some for you. I got some for you. Nando came over there. He said, Man, I want you to jump on the intro. He went in there, said it one take no bullshit one tape said it you know what i'm saying this is a strip club service announcement you know what i'm saying man he gave me the record the record wasn't even mixed gave the record went to the club we went to the club probably through thirty thousand. you know what i'm saying between all of us and uh we knew it was gone you know what i'm saying although we didn't we didn't release that song first but we knew that record right there what it was you know what i'm saying? Um. I mean, we, we had countless records on, on Cold Summer, man, like, you know, it wind up going gold. You know what I'm saying? Gold mm-hmm. record. Yeah. I mean, gold album. You know what I'm saying? Number five on billboards. Well, number four on billboards. My bad. My <laughs> album number five on billboards. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, man.
2: Yo, let's talk about that album, My Life. My Life
1: is Your Testimony. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's crazy. That album was real sentimental to me because... Like I said, you know, coming from where I come from, you know, a single parent household. My mama died on heroin. You know what I'm saying? From a bad overdose of heroin. You know, um, my dad, I, I met my daddy when I was 22 years old. We went to Fountain, Payne City, Florida. I was leaving a show um, in South Florida and me and my homies was in the car. We was like basically saying, man, we seen the signs here said Polk County. We was like, man. Let's go over there. Let's go find your daddy. You feel me? We go. You know what I'm saying? Go to Hayne City. We ask people. You know what I'm saying? My daddy named Bounty Hunter. People know him. You know what I'm saying? He's well known. Um, and uh, the first person we asked, did you know Bounty Hunter? I was like, yeah, his daddy stay on on the corner up there. So we go up there. I see my granddaddy for the first time that I I I know of. You know what I'm saying? But he see the resemblance in me. You know what I'm saying? He's like, that's my grandson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you feel me? And then he was like, man, give me a hug. You know, like, he, he hugged me like he had been seeing me every day of my life. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, man, boy, like, man, your daddy right around the corner. So I go around the corner. I go meet him. You know what I'm saying? see him, man. He crying and hugging me. And you know what I'm saying? And it feel good to me because, you know, I, I'm at an age now where I'm like, y'all said, I done said some hard shit because I didn't know growing up, you feel me, you wonder. not there. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. You know, my mama was in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who was the bad person. I don't know what could have happened. You feel me? Like I don't know if he tried to be there or what. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna try to make this work right now because I'm a grown man, you feel me? And it is what it is. But I don't know if it's a pride issue or whatever. Our communication never is never been on on, you know what I'm saying, consistent. You know what I'm saying? And I'm 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 just at an age of saying. I did what I was supposed to do, you feel me? Like, I don't got no harsh feelings. I still love you, like, you feel me? But I'm not gonna do nothing extra to try to chase you down, like, you feel me? Like, I came, I found you, and, you know what I'm saying? I gave you my number, you got access to me, like, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, My Life The True Testimony, man, it's got some, it's got, it has some mean records on there, you know, and and little to no promotion, man, um, the first day came out was the saddest day also. You feel me? Because my sister went in to Walmart, and my album went in there. Really? Yeah, because they never they they didn't print up a clean version of my album. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Walmart didn't have it. The DJs come play my radio stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like it was a fucked up moment for me, but I still made the best out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I still kept it positive. You know what I'm saying? I called Jeezy. You know, he tried to blame it on King. You know what I'm saying? And it was just crazy. But I kept it pushing, man. And, and again, you know, God bless me. And, and and also my fans, man. Like, I got some of the realest fans ever, man. They love me. Like, they don't roll with me from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nowhere in the world I'm supposed to make five, be number five on Billboard with no promotion. Yeah. Louis Bag never made BET jams because they tried to say that I had too much Louis Vuitton in my video. <laughs> and there was a discrepancy. Like, I haven't seen so many different people videos with Gucci and Louis in it. Like, it's crazy. You know what
0: I'm saying? But when something happens to your kitchen, you might say this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
1: That was the excuse. I kept it pushing. I had the second single ready. They didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, that's when the problems started coming with me and Jeezy. Like, basically, you know, like, it was just crazy. I'm wondering, like, what's going on? You feel me? Like, you know, go from you being my brother to, like, I'm looking sideways like something ain't right. You only can go so much of, you know what I'm saying, looking at somebody and getting them the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? And that's just really what it was, you know, like for me. Nobody never had to hold my hand. Like, I've always been a boss. Like, I came in, if you look on the back of my CD, it says Blood Raw Entertainment. I made that happen, you know what I'm saying? Because I never, ever wanted to be looked at as just an artist because I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I was in on the art department with the creativity of the of the artwork and everything, like, I'm hands-on. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and, and, and basically, to be honest, man, after my trial, me and him just didn't see eye to eye because I, I didn't have no representation there from the label, you know what I'm saying, for none of my case. Like, I, I didn't feel like family, you know what I'm saying? I, and I feel like niggas wrote me off, you know what I'm saying? But when I came back around, everybody tried to act like everything was good with the fake love and man, come out the vape, nah, I ain't. I'm good, bro. Like you know what I'm saying, you know. And they had eight. I basically told them I wanted to leave. They had 18 months to release another project. You know what I'm saying. And at that time, I had got management, you know, from Jimmy Hitchman, which Snake, um, who um, he's part of Ti team and he part of Gucci team now. But Snake is my main man. He was my manager, and basically they opened my budget for my second album. LA Reed told Jeezy, basically, you got, you know what I'm saying? We don't want to hear nothing else from CT. Y'all drop the ball on Blow Raw Rock album. You feel me? We want a Blow Raw Rock project. He waited the whole 18 months just for me to be released, other than releasing the album. You know what I'm saying? So my buzz were it was, it was going down, and you know, nobody could deal with me on an artist standpoint. I couldn't get signed to nobody, no labels could talk to me just because I was still on the contract. You feel me? but the word on street niggas like man jesus dropped blood raw fuck no no you yeah. know what i'm saying blood raw left you know what i'm saying and in and, and the, and the obligation was from l.a reed y'all drop another blood raw project or we don't want to hear nothing he waited the 18 months and then i was released you know what i'm saying um through the law through the lawyer you know what i'm saying and and, and basically after then, you know i just basically kind of, you know, been up and down with my feelings like, you know what I'm saying, like, how you have a person you know, and I ain't, I, I'm not paying my own back, but how you have a person that's real really me, you know what I'm saying, you ain't never had to do nothing for you, ain't had to hold his hand or nothing, got his own fan base got his own story, never tried to be nobody, he is who he is, he is who he say he is, he's done everything he say he done, you feel me, and I've only represented you to the fullest why would you want the best for him you feel me? Why wouldn't you want the best from him? You know what I'm saying? And I never ever been on no hate shit. So I, I never ever talked about this story to, with nobody because I know how the world is. And when you're a fan of somebody, you're going to take their side regardless. You don't give a fuck about the real shit because niggas don't care nothing about, about being real. You know what I'm saying? It's all a facade. You feel me? But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? The people who really know, they know. You know what I'm saying? They really, they know. And I just really, you know what I'm saying? I, I I couldn't sit around, you know, waiting on nobody who I know wouldn't didn't have me in their best interest or want the best for me. You feel me? Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather not make it than be around somebody who don't want me to make it. You know what I'm saying? And acting like they want me to make it. You feel me?
2: And that's just what it is. Did you keep in contact with Slick Polar or anyone else from CT?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. As a matter of fact, me and Kinky B, we're doing this new project together. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um we 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 we're doing it as a joint venture, you know, Blood Run Entertainment and Hush. Hush is his label. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what I'm calling my project. Hush. You feel me? And it's an acronym for hustling to something happen.
2: There you
1: go. You know what I'm saying? That's just been really where I've been at it. I've been I've been at it, I've been at with it, you feel me? And that's, you know, the rest of the world is is going to be able to feel me because that's what we got as a whole, you know what I'm saying? We all going through it, man, you know, and everybody got a hustle, you got to find more than one hustle, you know what I'm saying, it ain't working with just no job, you got to find something else, you know what I'm saying, you got to, you got to try to create opportunities, you know, and that's just the grind, you know, um, I got the new single, Hustle for Mine, mm-hmm. and that's just basically about myself, you know what I'm saying, myself, you know, my family, my kids, you know what I'm saying? And and, and my life you feel me? because at the end of the day i can't i can't move like i used to move you know what i'm saying like i i, I beat the fans i'm one of the few niggas said it can't happen it haven't happened because be either nigga gonna tell or they gonna cooperate you know what i'm saying and that's just what it is you know um yes i was blessed i was more than blessed you know with my case but at the end of the day you know get that stereotype out of your mind you feel me and you know what I'm saying? Once you know that, you know, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is, you feel me? But for me, you know, I gotta I gotta move smart now. I can't I can't play. You know what I'm saying? I I I was one of those guys that you know that's all I know my whole life was hustle. You know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't make it past the ninth grade. You know, that like I I that's what it was, and I was gangster in every sport you name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, these facts. You know what I'm saying? The streets. I fell in love with the streets early. That's all I knew. That's all I was good at. You know what I'm saying? My music pretty much saved my life. When I got in the booth, man, and started being able to express myself, it released everything off my shoulders. You know what I'm saying? But it made me feel so much better, and I fell in love with it. Because I'm a I'm a person who hold everything inside. I try to deal with everything. I try to make sure everybody good I try to make sure everybody happy you know what I'm saying but music man it it, it it just you know it made me fall in love and I feel like that's why people my fans love me so much because I don't mind putting my heart on the table you know what I'm saying I'm one of the first, first people to talk about God openly you know what I'm saying they ain't gonna give me that credit but it, if you know you know you know what I'm saying you know you know you know, ain't nobody talking that pain shit like me, man. You know what I'm saying? I just—that's facts,
2: straight up. Um, so, who you been working with on uh, this new project, features man, I got or some, producers?
1: I got some new producers, man. Them niggas so fire, man. I got—I got—I got my partner uh, out of Louisville, Kentucky, um, Young Diesel, super fire. I got um. My boy out of Columbus, Georgia. Um Damn. Um, who else I got? Man. Um. Oh, um, I got Mook got them keys. Got Mook on that motherfucker. I got um who else? Um Man, I know I'm missing somebody, man. Don't blame it on my mind. Please don't blame it on my heart, but yeah, man, the 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 the, the album gonna be crazy, man. I promise you. Like this, it, to be honest, it's some of my best work, man. Um, because I I I I feel like I was at a point where I damn near gave up. You know what I'm saying? And not in a bad way, but in a good way. Like you know, I enjoy being around my kids. Like I enjoy the love. Like you know what I'm saying? I grew up. Wanting love. My mama died. My grandma died. Everybody dying. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? It's, a person can only take so much pain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your kids, my kids, changed my life. Like, you feel me? The love that they give me, like, is on a whole another level. So I was like, basically, like, I didn't want to leave the house because I didn't want to leave that. You know what I'm saying? And that's just really what it was. Like, I've been on a roller coaster, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I get inboxes all the time from people with long stories of of, of how my music got them through shit. So I can't let them down.
2: How proud is your sister of you today?
1: Man. Man, to be honest, man, my sister basically like wanted me to give up too.
0: Hmm.
1: So that hurt my feelings like, that hurt my heart for real. But it motivated me, you know what I'm saying? Cause now I got something to prove to everybody. And I'm going to show them. I promise.
2: When do you think this project will be ready?
1: Man, we pretty much ready now. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm tying up loose ends. Tying up loose ends. I'm probably four videos already in. About to get ready to shoot us for my video. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing a video for every song on the album because it's going to tell a story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and basically, you know, uh, Hustle for mine is just the door opener. You know what I'm saying? Um, the motivation song to, to 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 get people attention. You know what I'm saying? That blood raw back. You know, and I'm and I'm and I'm kind of getting away from blood raw as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm going strictly B Raw Steam. Okay. Grown man. You feel me? <laughs> you know, straight up. Um, yeah, man. You know, like I say, me and Kinky B, we doing this project together. It's gonna be crazy, man. Y'all live around for it. Like for real. All
2: right. Any last words or shout-outs before we wrap this up?
1: Man, y'all already know what it is, man. This your boy B Raw Steam, man. Y'all check me out on Instagram. You feel me? Blood Raw One. Um, everything else, true Blood Raw. You know what I'm saying? T-R-U-E-B-L-O-O-D-R-A-W. That's on Twitter. That's on um, that's on Snapchat. Y'all get at me, man. Y'all already know what it is. And download that new single, Hustle for Mine, man. Y'all already know what it is. Yeah. I had a for Mine. I had a for Mine. They see me it. I had to get on my I had a Mine. I had
2: a for Mine. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just
0: a really long drive.
2: at participating McDonald's.